This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Proud to say its sugar is made in America. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture is launching new flexibility to the Special Supplemental Nutrition Program for Women, Infants, and Children. USDA says it is encouraging WIC agencies in states affected by a recent infant formula recall to make sure program participants can exchange recalled formula and use WIC benefits to purchase new product. USDA's Food and Nutrition Service is offering WIC agencies the ability to request waivers to some regulations including medical documentation, maximum monthly allowance, and vendor exchanges. The recall is currently tied to certain Similac, Alimentum, and Elcare powdered formulas, The Food and Drug Administration is investigating a string of infant illnesses tied to the recalled product. Infected individuals were battling Chronobacter bacteria, which can cause sepsis or meningitis. The list of states with a detection of highly pathogenic avian influenza is getting longer. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. A commercial poultry flock in Delaware joins the growing list of recent high-path avian flu infections in the country. The virus was also found in commercial flocks in Indiana and Kentucky and wild birds along the East Coast. The infections are putting some poultry producers on alert and reminding many of the outbreak that decimated the Midwest egg and turkey sectors in 2015. Jim Roth directs the Center for Food Security and Public Health at Iowa State's College of Veterinary Medicine. I'm very worried. Um, I think we're in much better shape. We have more and better diagnostics, um, better biosecurity, so we're much better prepared than we were in 2014-15. Roth says during and after that outbreak, he and others revised the Secure Poultry Supply Plan. He says it clearly describes what commercial flock owners need to do. It's voluntary. But if they want to sell their birds to a processing plant, it, they need to have that biosecurity in place. Roth says when wild birds and their droppings are the vector for disease, it can be especially hard to prevent infection. That's why it's so important for everyone at a site to strictly follow the biosecurity plan. The thing about biosecurity is it's, it's inconvenient and somewhat expensive. And you have to do it 24-7 all the time. Everybody has to respect the biosecurity. He says backyard flock owners also need to be extremely careful, and anyone who suspects infection should contact state or federal animal health officials. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Finally today, producers are spelling out their trade wish list for the Biden administration. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel takes a look. Farmers are calling on the administration to be more proactive on its trade agenda. Speaking on a Farmers for Free Trade webinar, Indiana soybean farmer Brent Bible says farmers have been hit by tariffs in many different ways. We've had harmful tariffs, retaliatory tariffs placed on products that we're trying to sell, but we're also paying tariffs on products that we're buying in, in terms of inputs. Someone already alluded to the steel and, and the fertilizer inputs and that type of thing that we've seen a lot of, of economic impact because of that. So so we're really fighting it on both ends, so to speak. Iowa farmer Dave Walton says he'd like to see the administration take more action on reducing barriers to trade and opening up new markets. Another thing is that, that we're looking to the current administration to have a higher sense of urgency on these, these trade agreements. China has fallen short of the trade one commitments or the phase one commitments. Uh, we need them to hold their feet to the fire and, and uh, make up some of that difference. Uh, we also need them to have a higher sense of urgency on CTPPP. Uh, and there's a number 
of other bilateral trade agreements that are that are open, the administration doesn't seem to want to address. We need to have them get on it, uh, get these trade routes open back up and pull down those barriers to trade uh, in, in a lot of our trading uh, partners. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar farmers and workers are proud to say that our sugar is made in America. A strong U.S. sugar policy supports a sustainable, efficient, and resilient supply chain for this essential ingredient. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.